Welcome back to Bay Reminisce Over You. I'm Christina. And I'm Miguel. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about singer, songwriter, rapper, dancer. Legend, uh, icon. Legend, icon, <laughs> all-around badass, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Ready to get into it? Yep. All right. She got her start early on with Devante Swing, part of a group that he had locked in his basement for about a year. <laughs> and they were literally called the basement. Yeah. Well, the crew. <laughs> they were the basement crew, but he also called them the Swing Mob. And that's where she got her start in a group called Sister. I didn't actually know about her affiliation with Devante and the Swing Mob until after she had already gained fame with her solo work in her first yeah. album. Because I think at that point, I just thought of Devante as being part of Jodeci. And right. it was this discovery. It was like, wait a minute. He was out here nurturing all these artists. I knew, but I didn't know that she was affiliated with it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because I had seen the sister video, brand new. I just remember seeing it on BET all the time. It wasn't a great song, but just seeing Devante and Dalvin in the video. Oh, Devante's putting his own little thing together, and I guess these girls are a part of it. So that was my first introduction to Missy. But I didn't realize it was her until years later. Yeah, I never actually heard any of Sister's music, but I remember seeing a picture in a magazine. I think this might have been Word Up magazine. Just one of those teen magazines right. or gossip mags. It wasn't Source or Double XL, but I just saw a picture and I was like, wait a minute. I know that face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even recognize her at that point mm-hmm. either. Because, like I said, I'd seen the video and I do remember being shocked that she was the lead singer because, duh, colorism. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to let the, the chubby, dark skinned girl be yeah. the lead. But when you're that talented, you kind of have to. to. Be. <laughs> so I was shocked at that. And then, like I said, the song really didn't do too much for me. And I really never heard their album. And then just researching this, mm-hmm. it never came out. <laughs> so that's why I had never heard it again. But the next time I saw her was. I think what's her name Gina, Gina Thompson. Thompson yeah so I really didn't pay attention to the song much either until she saw the he he howling in it and I'm like what the fuck is this who is this person and why are they he he howling on my TV I liked the song I don't know if I've ever heard any other song from Gina Thompson but she was nope, me uh, one of Puffy's artists yeah and same thing so I'm watching the video I'm hearing the song all of a sudden this car drives up this woman jumps out, starts rapping, all right, okay. And then that, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this is weird. Yes. <laughs> because who wouldn't think it would be weird yeah. other than her? <laughs> and then she's doing this little shuffle dance yeah. and stuff too. Even though I was like, who's this weirdo? She definitely left a memorable impression. Oh, yeah. Because the next time I saw her, I'm like, oh, it's that he-he-how yeah, person. He, he, he. See, like, why is she always doing this? <laughs> I, I didn't even put that together because I saw her in another song don't even remember what it was but it's like okay here's this short haired chick again mm-hmm. that was in this Gina Thompson video and then I see her in another song after that and it's like who is this person was it Stilo it a, might have been she did like a f- couple features around this time yeah and I can't remember if she actually made that little sound again but it was, she okay, did it okay. in two other songs okay. after that because I then, remember associating the he yeah because like, every time I would see her it would be like that's the he how girl <laughs> And why she would Diddy all the time. So I just assumed she was some new bad boy artist that he was trying to just get some exposure for. Yeah, she was just on everything at that point. She was on a new edition song. Mm-hmm. She was on Stilo. It was uh, MC Light. That's where I saw her again. The Cold Rocker Party. Oh. Because she's on that too. And just a whole bunch of other remixes yeah. that she was on. Basically, her and Busta Rhymes were just everywhere mm-hmm. at this time. Yeah, so at... First, honestly, I feel bad saying this, but I didn't think much of her because it was like these little small features. Yeah. I just at the time, I just couldn't wrap my head around who she was. Right. And even though, you know, I saw her on Stilo, for example, I didn't know she was like a producer and a writer. Yeah. Right? It was just like, who is this? Just listening back to all of this stuff mm-hmm. over the past couple days. Now you can recognize it. Oh, yeah. Like I listen to these songs like from Total and SWV yeah. and all I can hear is Missy. Even when she's not singing, that's what I hear. But at the time, we didn't know who she was, so it didn't stand out as much. After listening to her albums, Tidal had a playlist of like produced or written by Missy Elliott. Right. So I was like, oh, let me just go through and listen to other people's songs. And there are some that it's obvious because she's on the song. Yeah. But there are some where she's not even on the song or officially not on the song. And now, like you were just saying, I'm 
like, how can I not hear Missy yeah. all over this? <laughs> That's all <laughs> like I in the hear. background. <laughs> I know you won't know this song, Confessions, because it's from Destiny's Child's first album. Missy's doing these sort of background ad libs. Okay. And it kind of sounds like she's on the phone and she's just little ad libs while they're singing. But near the end of the song, she actually is like, misdemeanor, Destiny. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. Missy, duh. <laughs> yeah, just right there in plain sight and didn't even notice it. So one of the interesting things about doing this podcast is when we revisit these artists, as much as we have loved them for years, it's very different to reflect back now that they have a full body of work and also just listen to it all at once. Yeah. Even though she released a lot of albums. A like lot. Every one or two years, which is a lot. Yeah. But you're still waiting one or two years in between right. to hear this new music. But hearing all all of it within a span of less than a week. I was like, wow, Missy is prolific. Yeah. And I did not even really understand that without actually consuming yeah. everything in such a short amount of time. And same here. I didn't even realize how much music she had been a part of mm -hmm. over the past, what, 25 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I did realize that she hadn't had a full album out since 2005 because she's still been writing and producing for so many other people. She's still been around the entire time. Yeah, like when I was pulling up her artist page to start going through the albums, the two things I noticed was she was releasing music all the time and she had big hits on every album. And then... I was kind of surprised to see it just stopped in yeah. 2005. And I think because she does so much work for other people and I've always listened to her music that it never felt like she disappeared right. for me, right? But I have a confession to make. Okay. I realized going through this that I have never purchased or owned an actual Missy album, though. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I shocked myself because when I was listening to it, I was like, wait a minute. I've never <laughs> listened to a Missy album from beginning to end before. Okay. And I feel ashamed, <laughs> but I'm confessing. We might have to slide you over to Skills Podcast yeah. so you can give your hip-hop confession. These, these, these are my confessions. <laughs> Do I even want to admit in public that I've never listened to an entire Missy Elliott song? Well, you uh, have Missy now. Elliott album before. <laughs> you admitted it. So it's too late. I've said it. You did. It, it's funny that you say that you've never had one and I've had all of them and I didn't like her at first. Like I said, <laughs> I thought she was weird. It, it really didn't click for me until probably the Aaliyah stuff. Because I guess I needed that Missy Timberland connection to make it make sense for me. Them together is what brought everything out, yeah. I guess. You know, when you're like a new artist, you're just trying to find where you fit in. Yeah. Whereas Aaliyah, Timbaland, and Missy, that was just like the super group. Yeah. And then you throw in Genuine and... Don't forget my man Magoo. Yes. <laughs> Put some respect on Magoo's name. I was reading an interview with him and he said that his rap name is actually supposed to be Meganoo. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then he said he started going by Magoo and it really annoyed him that everyone thinks it's Mr. Magoo. And he said, no, it's Meganoo. Because <laughs> even on the records, they call him Meganoo. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot why he said, I think that might be a playoff like his mom's name or okay. something. But there's some reason behind the Meganoo right. that I forgot, but it's not Mr. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Magoo, I want to go back to and this is a sidebar but Devante and the, the whole swing mob and the mm -hmm. basement thing like he literally had these dudes living in a basement yes. where sometimes they couldn't eat mm -hmm. <laughs> they couldn't leave he wasn't paying them yeah, it didn't. but he had all of this talent and did nothing with it, really. Yeah, the the same interview I believe with uh, Magoo. I can't remember because I read like a, a few things, but there's an incident that happened and they okay. left, but nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> but it sounded like Devante had them in a really not so good situation. It's, yeah, it wasn't like the Dungeon Family where they were all creating this dusty basement, right? But that was just <laughs> coming where, and going. As yeah, they but they were just going. They were that was just where they worked. Whereas yeah, this sounded. Like they were they slaves. Were captive. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing an interview with one of the women that Tweet was in a group with. I don't remember her name, but she was just talking about how bad the conditions were. <laughs> and people were literally trying to sneak out 
to mm. go home oh. and you just wouldn't give them any money for like flights or bus fare or whatever. But for people who don't know, I'm going to run down a couple names for you just so you can see what <laughs> Devante had locked in his basement, <laughs> literally. So you had Timberland, Missy, Genuine, Tweet, Magoo, the dudes from Playa, Stevie J was down there for oh, a little bit. I didn't know Stevie yes, J was Stevie down Stevie J was down there for a while. <laughs> And just a bunch of other people who have gone on to make an impact in the music industry. And he had all these people signed to him all at one time and did pretty much nothing with him except abuse him, possibly. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that. So if anyone wanted to go back and look into it, they could and fall into that same rabbit hole that I did. Yeah, we might have to um, have another episode where we do an investigative report. <laughs> I do remember a couple years ago when I first found out about this, somebody had put together like some of the music that right. had gotten leaked. So if I can find that on my hard drive, I'll post that on our link tree as well. Okay. Let's move on to <laughs> Missy's actual solo career mm -hmm. and some of her outside production as well. Well, her first album, Super Duper Fly, came out in 97. This is after Aaliyah's album was released. Yeah. So at this point, even though this is her first album, I think for the most part, we were pretty familiar. Yeah, she had been established yeah. at this point. Because you can even tell by the album, she has a lot of features. With, yeah, you know, big names too. Yeah, but at this point, even though she had, hits and songs that I liked I still had that like she's weird because I remember in the rain well first of all the visual yeah she's wearing a garbage bag <laughs> and she loved that fish eye lens right yes <laughs> but I just remember in the rain she's doing those jerky movements and stuff and she's just like beep beep who got the keys <laughs> to my jeep but how <laughs> many times like, have that, right? <laughs> other singers and rappers referenced that exactly. beep beep line throughout the years <laughs> and then she threw on that vroom <laughs> At the end, just to give us one more <laughs> yeah. look into the mind of Missy. Right? <laughs> so, you know how we were talking about how she's like the hee hee how girl. Right. Of course, she has a song called Hit Him With The Hee. Of course. You have to at this point. <laughs> so this Because that's who you are. Exactly. So, this song, it triggered this hidden memory that I had. Okay. So, I'm just listening to it, and she says the line, meet me at the bar. What's up, star? We know who you are. And I was like, no, this song. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what song is this? And so, I just did not a Google search, because I don't like Google tracking me. I use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> so, I duckduckgo these lyrics, and I was like, I don't know who this is. I don't know the song. I'm just going to put in, what's up, star? I'd like to see who you are, because she changed the lyrics a little bit. Right. And then I pulled up the song, What's Up, Star by Sugar, which was on the show. And I was like, I used to love this song. <laughs> yep. And I completely forgot yeah that album has a lot of callbacks to like other songs that yes. she had written and it's like she was yep. just sprinkling in her history just throughout so that know. album yeah like in the rain she did the can we get kinky tonight right in case you didn't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i find that she does that with a lot of her songs not necessarily even songs that she wrote you can just tell who her influences are right. because she pulls lines here and there from other songs uh the thing with the Super Duper Fly album for me is, even though I thought she was weird, I was coming around on it mm -hmm. because, like I said, the production from Timberland helped, even though that production for the time was weird as shit, too, because <laughs> we had never heard anything like that in terms of hip hop production either. I think the, quote, weirdness of Timberland felt less weird because they were beats. Yeah. Whereas you had Missy literally doing things like, <laughs> and stuff, right. right? <laughs> but that made it a lot easier for me to, to swallow, so to speak. This is kind of a small sidebar, but I think it was the Socket to Me video where she's got the, the M initials on her chest. Yeah, the, it, the Gmail. Yeah, and it looks exactly like the Gmail logo. <laughs> Missy created the Gmail logo. Yeah, she needs to uh, send some lawyers yeah. their way because it looks exactly like the Gmail <laughs> logo. She was way ahead of her time. Mm -hmm. I was just rewatching that video before we started recording and she's running around her spacesuit. She's got a little sidekick with her. I was like, is that the brat? Because she's in the video, but that doesn't look like the brat. I I'm curious to know who this sidekick is. <laughs> I haven't seen the video in so long. So I'm going to have to watch it again because I know it's her and Lil' Kim, right? No, the brat's in the video. I'm remembering Lil' Kim for some reason. The one I was watching was with the brat, but the video quality was kind of blurry. I couldn't right. see the person's face, but she didn't sing or yeah. do anything. So maybe it was Lil' Kim. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Just because I can. And we have confirmed that it is Lil' Kim in the video. Yeah. 
after you said Lil' Kim and I looked again, I was like, okay, I can see her little face there now and the <laughs> K on her chest. <laughs> it's so cute. She's just running around with yeah. her. <laughs> They're just bopping around. Bopping around and running around in space doing <laughs> stuff. They look like robot astronauts. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> look like Rock'em Sock'em robots, <laughs> but in a missy way, I guess. So would you say you have a favorite song on this album? Ooh, I will probably say what I told you yesterday and you kind of gave me a look and some sass when I said it. And I said, it's probably the best work that 702 has ever done. <laughs> Beat me 911. is probably my favorite one. Yeah. I gave you some sass because <laughs> I am a 702 fan. And I said that was a hot take because where my girls at and Stilo are jams too. But hey, it's not beat me. <laughs> Those songs didn't have this Timberland production on it. <laughs> So I'll say either that one mm-hmm. or I'm talking. Yeah, she's talking shit in yeah, that song. So those two. I would say the rain video and sound. It's so memorable. Yeah. Yeah, probably between that or Beat Me 911 as well. I like I'm talking just because she's talking shit the whole yeah. time. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but in terms of the actual songs that I like the best, I would say Beat Me 911 or The Rain. Okay. All right. So next up we have her second album the real world this one was similar to super duper fly but missy and timbaland have gotten a lot better at what they do so it was a little more advanced and a little more polished than the first one and again they've got a whole bunch of different collaborations and big names on the album as well of course on this album my favorite song you can probably guess all in my grill with big boy yes and nicole ray (laughs) (laughs) yes so that one would be my favorite close Second would be the one with Redman because okay. I love that song too because I'm a big Redman fan. Yes. So those two I like. And again, it just sounded a lot more polished than the first right. album and showing the growth. I like Hot Boys. The beat on that. It's just, I love it. Now, is it just the Hot Boys or the Hot Boys remix? Both. Okay. I was just about to bring up the Hot Boys remix actually. Okay. Because I love how seamlessly Missy goes from singing to rapping. Right. And even though she sings a lot, I still think of her as a rapper. Yeah. And it's funny. I don't think she's a great rapper either, which might be blasphemous to say (laughs) and people might get upset at that. But she's a really good rapper. I don't think she's a great rapper, if that makes any sense. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't think very many people are great. But she's really good. And I mean that in terms of lyrics. Uh, but in terms of her rap ability, because she can do so many different styles, she's great at that. So I do know that she's a, a great because of that. But in terms of lyrics, mm-hmm. her rap lyrics aren't as there the way I would like them to be. I think they suit her style. Yeah, um, they, they work for her. And if it was anybody else, I would probably think they were whack. <laughs> but because she's such a good songwriter, she makes it work for her. Because like I said, the, the different styles that she's able to pull off makes those lyrics sound a lot better. I didn't realize how much she sang until, yeah. again, just listening to all these albums back to back in such right. a short amount of time. But I just think of her as a rapper who also sings. But I do think that she is, I, I don't really have a bar for great or good rapper, but I definitely <laughs> think she is underrated. Like she doesn't really end up on these best rapper right. lists, right? And I do think that she... She should be up there. She should. With the greats. And like I said, it has nothing to do with her lyrics, but the specific art of rap, she's great at that because there's so many different styles that she can do. And not only that, she can rap over so many different kinds of beats, Yeah, which we know that some artists can't do. Right. Like they have to work with one or two producers when they try to go outside that sound. It just doesn't work. But Missy (laughs) can work with not only a lot of different types of beats, even though she tends to work with Timbaland a lot. All the features that she has is with... With a lot of different types of artists yeah. too and it all works together like she sounds great with Eminem and then she can go have a song with Beyonce and, it, yeah. and she could sing and rap and it all works I completely forgot about the song with Eminem until this week <laughs> I forgot it even existed yeah I don't think I've ever heard it come to think of it the second thing I was gonna say about Hot Boys I love the remix because well my other favorites on it yeah I was just re-watching the video and I had to chuckle to myself because Nas was still the chip tooth don in this video <laughs> I was like oh oh he hadn't gotten the tooth fix nope. yet sitting on his motorcycle with that chip tooth and it also made me really miss eve eve the rapper i was like yeah. oh this is a great verse eve <laughs> not the the socialite eve you know what i'm happy for eve she seems to be thriving but yeah the eve now who is on what one of these talk shows married to a billionaire it's a different kind of eve it is <laughs> 
And I kind of mentioned this in a few episodes before and probably most recently with Outkast because there's all these different rappers and singers that haven't put out work in years. And I selfishly want them to put out music, even though they obviously don't want to. I want it for me, whether Andre 3000 (laughs) or Eve or Missy actually want to do another album. I want them to do it. And yeah, I know it's selfish, but I'm happy that they're happy. Even though I'm not happy that they're happy (laughs) because they're not making music that I can listen to. This is a sidebar again. I have a feeling that Eve, if she wanted to, she probably could still put an album out now that sounds good. Because I don't think she's lost her touch. I just think she's busy doing other things now. That goes for all of them, really. Mm -hmm. Because any music that these people make, it's not going to appeal to a wider audience anymore. But we're at a point now where we can have adult contemporary hip hop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it would be tough targeted to people like us so you've got this built-in fan base that really want to hear it but i don't care if a 19 year old want to hear eve right now or (laughs) doesn't want to hear eve i'm unconcerned with that i want to hear i'm kind of skipping ahead because missy has released a couple songs in recent years and it's kind of like what you were saying where there may be some younger audience that likes it but even though it sounds current it doesn't sound like she's trying to sound like today's rappers but yeah hot boys was already a great song and then you get this remix Nas is in it Eve's in it who else was in it no I forgot I don't remember I just remember there being flames everywhere (laughs) I didn't watch any of the videos while I was yeah catching up on all the stuff with Missy I only listened to the song which is a mistake because you kind of have to look at the videos with Missy so (laughs) that's on me another thing about watching the videos aside from just like her creativity but you see these like wonderful friendships that she has first of all you have little Kim running around with her just to be in the videos she's not on the song <laughs> not the at all it to me video and then in hot boys mary's not on the song but she's in there too yeah <laughs> just to be there and so you see her crew sometimes you'll see videos with little kim mary J, or you'll see videos with genuine or timberland right. and magoo or leah you're just like oh look at this group like <laughs> yeah. they all just love each other so much <laughs> <laughs> the free from Devante group yeah <laughs> we got our freedom papers let's have some fun yeah but she's a bitches of course another great one off of this album yeah and something i've been complaining about yes for the past couple days now is why is the interlude not go directly into she's a bitch (laughs) like you got lil kim giving her rant and then missy's singing for about 30 seconds and then the song comes on and not even after the interlude where lil kim says she's a bitch it's four or five songs after that and it really bothers me I know. It does. But you know what? Now that we have digital options, you can just reorder that yourself. I could. But it still doesn't change the fact that there's a little bit of singing. Yeah. It's that 30 seconds (laughs) in between that'll still mess it up. Oh, Oh, well. well. What can I do? Just complain. I'm good at that. All right, so two years later, 2001, we get Miss E. Well, before we move on, I want to mention the song, Uh, You Don't Know, with her and Lil Mo. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. And they're talking about whooping each other's asses. (laughs) (laughs) That song is hilarious to me, especially because as it pops up on Twitter every now and then when one of these newer female rappers puts out a song and people want to talk about how... Missy would never do something Mm -hmm. like that. Missy would never have lyrics like that Mm -hmm. when she's probably much filthier than anybody (laughs) that's making music today. But she's got this record where she's talking about whooping Lil Mo's ass. Yep. For messing around with her man. Yeah. I actually have a note about that. I meant to talk about it too because it's hilarious. She starts off the song with guys may be able to admit to their friend that they had sex with the same girl, but women can't do that. If you told me you were messing with my man, I'll whoop your ass. Yeah. So the entire song is her just threatening harm on this other woman. <laughs> Lil Mo's like, what's your address? I'm coming to your house. Ask your man what my address is. <laughs> yeah. Make well, me laugh every time I hear it. Just the ending of the song. I can't confirm this because I wasn't in the studio with her. But I'm going to say that when Beyonce and Swiss Beats did Ring the Alarm, they were basing it off of this song. Because she starts yelling at the end of the song, kind of like Beyonce does and yeah, Ring yeah. the Alarm. And it's kind of the same type of message. Hmm. I'm going to have to listen to the two songs together. Th- that's just me. I I'm mean... not saying Beyonce stole it. <laughs> For any Beehive members out there, (laughs) I'm just saying there might have been some inspiration. Yes, and we know that her and Beyonce, they're friends, they know each other. She's got a song with Beyonce on this album. Yep, so I'm just throwing that out. (laughs) So the next album is Miss E, So Addictive in 2001. And of course, there are more hits. Yes. The hits keep coming. 
on every single album. There's nothing but hits. Yeah. As you were saying how this conversation on Twitter pops up every now and again about the new girls that are coming out and they're saying how Missy would never do that. Right. In terms of being sexual as well. Not just beating a bitch's ass, but yeah. she literally has a song called One Minute Man. Yes. <laughs> and we know what she's talking about when mm-hmm. she's talking about One Minute. And this is just one of many of her songs. Yes, there are several on each album. Yeah. Get your freak on. Do we need to... Like, what else like, is she talking explain about? Explain to you what <laughs> she's talking about. Missy talks about sex so much. Yeah. It, it's just because <laughs> you look at her videos yeah. and you see her wearing like sweats and shell to adidas and thinks that she can't be sexual because she's a chubby girl in like oversized clothes as if she's not always pouting those lips yeah (laughs) like she's literally talking about what she's gonna do to you yes what you're gonna do to me (laughs) like (laughs) i want you to do there are no hidden messages (laughs) when it comes to missy's lyrics if you make a statement like that by saying that missy isn't like this she's not like that tells me you don't listen to missy elliott like not at all even in her features in other people's songs you've um, heard the rain and that's it so funny thing about the one minute man remix with jay-z was when he's like get your independent ass out of here question and then he ends up marrying beyonce <laughs> hey he spoke it into to existence yeah but her independent ass ain't going nowhere now she is not <laughs> Not at all. I'm guessing you probably enjoyed the Red Man and Method Man song with her. Yes, of course. The thing that I noticed about listening to all her albums in succession is there's really no filler music. There are some albums where you have even really big hits, two or three songs that did well, and then you listen to the album is like skip, right. skip, skip. But any of these albums, you could just let them play. And if you really want to have a good time, take a lot of the up-tempo stuff and just make a mix because Missy makes records that you can party to. Party, workout. Yeah, <laughs> no matter clean what. Clean your house. What you want to do if you need something up tempo there are at least five songs on each of her albums yes. that will accomplish this mission for you and then she even has like a lot of smooth r&b sounding yeah. songs too she has stuff with uh tweet genuine Aaliyah, genuine like take away with genuine that's a great song so she can play both sides mm-hmm. if you need something up tempo she got that if you need something nice and mellow some quiet storm shit <laughs> she, she got, got that, that too. too all bases covered Yep. And again, she has a lot of features in this album as she does with all the other ones yep. as well. The usual suspects, Redman, Nethman, Ludacris, Genuine, Eve, Brat, Jade, all of them. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. Although my favorite album is the next one. Under Construction. Yes. 2002. That's my favorite album. As a whole, that's my favorite one. That also has uh, Pussycat. Yes. Which <laughs> ties in with our conversation just a couple minutes ago about her supposedly not being sexual Mm -hmm. she's (laughs) literally singing pussy don't fail me now (laughs) out here trying to hype up her snatch before she goes to this dude's out (laughs) and then at the end of the song she has a little like monologue i guess where she talks about how people are always telling her that she shouldn't be so vulgar or women shouldn't be so vulgar and she's just like i could do what i want (laughs) so how do you i just don't understand where you got this idea that missy doesn't do this (laughs) Like I said, because of how she dresses, this is what you want her to be rapping about. But no, you can't project what you want her to be mm-hmm. on all these other women and her as well. Just accept the fact that you don't really know who Missy Elliott is. <laughs> I'm just thinking about in Up Jumps the Boogie. She even makes a little sex noise. Ah, give it to me, daddy. <laughs> like, how do you miss that? <laughs> You just don't want to see it. That's all. Selective hearing. Oh, work it. That's also another one. Yeah. The thing that's hilarious, too, is like, well, she sings about sex. She sings about beating up other girls. (laughs) She's also singing about things like buy me stuff. What kind of car do you drive? Right. (laughs) Like she's hitting all of the targets that people say she doesn't do because that's the biggest complaint you hear about women in hip hop. All they talk about is being gold diggers and And sex, using their sexuality and and not paying the bills. But (laughs) women like Rhapsody and this one and that one and Missy would never do that come on you couldn't be more wrong yeah when you see her in interviews she seems like the nicest sweetest (laughs) most down-to-earth humble person ever until you get her behind closed doors yeah and then you listen to her songs she's talking about being a freak she's talking about beating your ass she's talking (laughs) about buy me clothes yes (laughs) on this album what's your favorite song 
on under construction? I think I have to pick Bring the Pain just because I also love Method Man's Bring the Pain. I knew you would choose that one. <laughs> I shouldn't have even asked. So that's like a pretty good collaboration. Yeah. Because it's got the Missy elements that I like and then it, it's got Method Man. It's so. got your Wu-Tang elements that you love. <laughs> Too bad you got wasn't on this record. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's going to be Gossip Folks. That's okay. my favorite one because yeah. I like Missy and Ludacris. That was my uh, close second. As I was saying, she continues to just pull in little small references from other artists that we like. Like mm-hmm. she did a little, hey, Mr. DJ, and she sang a little bit of One in a Million. It just kind of worked that into her right. own music. So it's just nice to also hear elements of a lot of songs and artists that I like too. Yeah. And I think that's probably why it didn't hit me until now that I didn't actually have any of her albums because I'm just so used to just hearing her. Right. Every because of the people she worked with, these are all artists I listen to. You yeah. Know, Total, Aaliyah, Genuine, 702. Right. The list goes on and on. And so she was always around. Yeah. <laughs> She's that friend that you didn't know you had. I wish. <laughs> Your friend to the end. <laughs> okay. Next album is This Is Not a Test, which again has more hits on it. And this was released just one year later in yep. 2003. So on this album, I'm a big fan of Pass That Dutch. Don't know why, but it kind of fits with the theme of <laughs> all the other songs I've been saying that are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Up tempo, you can dance to it, just mm-hmm. bop along with it. So Pass That Dutch is another favorite. But this whole album is pretty good in my opinion. Yeah, I think if I had to pick an album in its entirety, I think I would pick this one, except for, of course, even though we keep saying he who will not be named, he's popping up. <laughs> he's everywhere because he was so prolific, just like Missy. <laughs> this nigga was on everything because i was like oh this is a pretty great album i'm just letting it play and then what do i hear (laughs) and i was not sitting at my computer when it came on i was just like laying down on the bed or something and the song came on i'm like damn it now i gotta get up (laughs) (laughs) because i know the album so well i just before it even went from the song before i hit skip yeah went on to the next um what i think is hilarious is the song don't be cruel because this song is featuring Monica and Beanie Man. And <laughs> that then, is such a random combination. Yes. And then the song itself has elements of Salt and Peppa's Push It <laughs> as well. I was like, only Missy. Only Missy. <laughs> and somehow it works. Yeah, that was a pretty good one too. And I'm going to bring it up again. The supposedly non-sexual Missy. She has a song called Toys. Yeah. And the interlude is her trying to keep a low profile while she's going to a sex toy <laughs> shop. And they recognize her anyways. And they're like, oh, you Missy. And they talk to her. And she's like, I want this. I want this. She's buying all this stuff. And the song is all about how since you can't please me, I have to do it myself. Right. <laughs> But no, Missy would never. No, not at all. (laughs) She's not that kind of woman. But yeah, I think in terms of albums, though, like if I had to pick a full album, it would be this one. Yeah, I like it. It's not my favorite, but I like it. She has one more after this that we're going to briefly discuss. But I wouldn't say that one is actually better than the other. Like this one probably had the most songs that I liked overall. Okay. But all of them were good. Yeah. You can just put any of them on and just let them play. Yeah. And since you briefly mentioned it, the cookbook is the next album. Uh, there's not as much Timbaland on it. There's like two or three songs that he did. And I was reading an interview with her and she was basically saying that they had done all they could together. And if they went even further <laughs> out left as they do, that they would end up on Mars. <laughs> so they decided that he wasn't going to do the bulk of the album and she's just going to branch out and do some stuff with other producers but he gave all of his input on the tracks that she was making with these other people so it was like he was still there overseeing everything and Timbaland's like I have notes yeah basically (laughs) because she said she had done seven or eight songs and then went and played them for him and he was like nah this ain't it so she had to scrap all of them and start over and that ended up being the rest of the album so he's like all right now you're on the right path like you got it now so I'm gonna step aside and let you go ahead and finish this off but even though there's not as much Timbaland around it's still some solid production so yeah. you got the neptunes mm-hmm. uh, you got your man rich harrison giving her one of those beyonce a marie j-lo type records on there mike jones well, <laughs> a feature. he's a feature <laughs> yes 
of Mike Jones, who I've been listening to a lot of for the past couple of days for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh my god, this song with Mike Jones is hilarious because I think it's at the beginning. When yeah, she does it's the very first song too. Yeah, she starts it off with a little monologues, whatever. She's like, I see a lot of folks here sitting like their shoes are too tight. If you wear a size ten, don't cram your shit up in the six, ladies. <laughs> Be proud of your big ass feet. <laughs> You gotta Uh, love her for just, she's just fun. Yeah, very entertaining. Doesn't take herself too seriously. And she knows how to have a good time Mm -hmm. and how to create a soundtrack for having a good time. So that's why I like listening to Missy. You're going to get some good entertainment for your dollar. And just her versatility, like I'm saying, the seamless transition between singing and rapping and just being able to mesh with all these other artists. Even though these artists are R&B and hip-hop artists, too, they're very different from each other. They are. There's a song with Grand Poopa and Mary J, and I'm surprised Grand Poopa didn't sing. You know, he loves to sing. (laughs) He usually will croon out a verse for you, but they went ahead and did that What's the 411 (laughs) remake. Right. At least for half of the song. Yes. And yeah, I like that one, too. That's one of my favorites on the album. I just think it's funny that Mary J was like, I'm Mary J. Blige for a fact I don't rap. And it's like, oh, is that so Mary? Brooklyn. Well, she said I'm Mary J. Blige. She didn't say I'm Brooklyn. That's that, prob- okay. That's why Mary J. Blige don't rap. You're Brooklyn right. does. You're right. <laughs> Brooklyn raps. Mary J. sing. But she was rapping in that song. <laughs> she <though>. sure was. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of Mary, I just have to bring this up again. And I mentioned it earlier, too, but I was rewatching the Ladies Night video or Not Tonight. The remix with right. Little Kim, Brad, Angie Left Martinez. Eye. Angie Martinez and Mary Mary's just there <laughs> she is having a good time <laughs> so they're basically on like an island and they're having a party with half naked men and Mary's barefoot dancing her ass off <laughs> the thing that makes me laugh is she looks like she just wandered in off the street because yeah. she's not wearing a bikini she's not um, wearing any like beach type wear but the rest of them are she wasn't i just remember her being barefoot yeah that's <laughs> the only thing that looks leisurely about her and she's not in the song at all no she's <laughs> dancing her ass off but here's another sidebar <laughs> The thing that I noticed is there's a lot of kind of all your your fave 90s, early 2000 ladies are in this video. So the song itself is Little Kim, Missy, DeBrat, Left Eye, and Angie Martinez. And as we mentioned, Mary J. Blige is in there having yep. a good time. And you also see Changing Faces, Escape, yeah. Black, Total, Queen Latifah. But Left Eye is in the song, but T-Boz and Chili are nowhere to be found. They weren't allowed to be on set. <laughs> I just figured you had all these other random <laughs> women of that time there. But Left Eye is there, but her group mates aren't there. Hey, they weren't allowed to be on set. I guess not. So back to the cookbook. This was her last full length album. Yep. And as I was saying, just seeing it like this, I was like, oh, where'd she disappear off to? I never realized that she just stopped for yeah. a while well i was reading an interview yesterday mm-hmm. and she had some sort of illness that she was dealing with yeah i just so saw that too she yeah not sure what that is well i looked it up and in the interview she explained some stuff it's um autoimmune disorder okay. but it affected her motor skills okay so she was saying how there was a time where her nervous system had broken down and she couldn't even lift a pen right and she found this out while she was driving because she was trying to f- put her foot on the brake but her leg was jumpy okay and she couldn't keep the brake down and almost crashed though so i guess it just has some kind of effect on your right. mobility and just other things like hair loss dizzy spells yeah that kind of stuff so i had no idea yeah i just found Mm -hmm. it out just Mm -hmm. looking this stuff up recently because it didn't really seem like it had been since 2005 yeah that she hadn't had an album out and i guess because she's just been dropping singles here and there throughout the years she'll pop up on a song or two here and there well i didn't see in this interview like when because it says it's an incurable disorder but i guess she was able to at least manage it Mm -hmm. so i'm not really sure how long it took for her to kind of get it under control but i thought about her popping up on the um super bowl yeah in 2015 with Katy perry which seems very random (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it was so i looked it up because i couldn't remember how did this come about and it turns out that Katy perry was doing some homages to 90s music so it was her idea to have missy and lenny kravitz come perform with her on the super bowl okay and this article that i was reading was saying that the 12 and a half minute performance included a whole three minutes of missy because you know how super bowl performances are huge yeah so to basically have her do like a quarter right. of the performance is a pretty big deal and missy 
guess he had been pretty quiet up until this point. Yeah. So there's a lot of young people that had no idea who she was. Yeah. And within the first few hours after the show aired, according to Nielsen Music, her song downloads and album posted a sales gain of 996%. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And that Get Your Freak On, Work It, and Lose Control, which is what she performed, were downloaded about 20,000 times each, taking turns hitting number one on iTunes. So it's just wild that this sort of unexpected performance kind of gave her a second jolt right. by introducing her to a younger audience yeah. that had no idea who she was because she ended up releasing a couple singles after this. Yeah. After that quiet 2005 sudden disappearance. Yeah. Of the things that she's released since she's quote unquote come back, my favorite one is WTF with Pharrell and the video with the puppets. <laughs> Just to see like puppet versions dancing around. I don't think I've seen that. Like the, that's the one thing that I guess she hadn't done as far as a video goes <laughs> since all of the visuals are just pretty out there mm-hmm. and different than what other people have done. Yeah, that you got rapping puppets in the video. <laughs> rapping, dancing puppets. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that video up because I don't remember seeing puppets. Yeah, because the Pharrell puppet has on this really funny looking hat. <laughs> of course. Like, of course you're going to put a funny looking hat on a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? So as I like to do when we talk about a music artist is I will check their chart history on Billboard. And I think that I was just so used to the idea of Missy always having a hit that I was really shocked that she has no number one hits on the top 100. That's she, surprising. Yeah. She got, I think she got close. Let me pull up the links. She got close. And this is stuff that she was either featured on or her own solo work. Right. Not stuff that she has written or produced. Mm-hmm. She got close with Sierra's One Two Step. It peaked at number two. Okay. And Work It also peaked at number two. Lose Control peaked at number three. So she got close, but I'm surprised that she has zero number one hits. She has nine top 10 hits and like 33 songs that got to the Hot 100. And you know, the Hot 100 is sort of like the general category, but she has three number one hits in the Hot R&B hip hop songs. So what you're telling me is three of Missy's highest charting songs on the Billboard Hot 100 Sierra's on two of them um you said lose control and one two step right yep all right duly noted <laughs> what up Asha <laughs> moving on uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now that you are bringing that up I'm trying to see if there were any songs with Aaliyah that charted I would imagine that there would have to be wait I've got it open now let me just read it out so okay. the Hot 100 is the general chart it's not genre specific right so she also had Get Your Freak On Make It Hot Let It Go with Keisha Cole Hot Boys oh yeah Q-Tip was also on that that's who I was trying to remember uh, One Minute Man Take Away with Genuine and Tweet, Gossip Folks with Ludacris, Trippin' with Total, Socket to Me with The Brat, Nobody's Perfect, well that's J. Cole's song featuring her, Faith Evans, Burning Up Past the Dutch, Where They From, All In My Grill, Is That Yo Chick? I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Janet Jackson, Son of a Gun. Okay, I don't need to read this whole thing because it's actually (laughs) getting quite long, but there is no song with Aaliyah. That's surprising. What? That is surprising. It is. Let me switch to the hip hop R&B list because she had three number one songs on that chart and then a bunch of others, of course. So her number one songs on the hot R&B hip hop singles were Let It Go with Keisha Cole featuring her and Lil' Kim and Hot Boys and Work It. So those were the three number ones. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for Aaliyah songs now since (laughs) you want to bring up Aaliyah and Sierra again. (laughs) Let me just put this out there. I like Aaliyah. I'm a fan of Aaliyah. Uh-huh. I, I think that the One in a Million album is probably her best work. Mm-hmm. And that's with Missy and Timberland. But what I'm saying is there's not much difference between Aaliyah and Sierra. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just thought of something. Are there Aaliyah songs featuring Missy or did she just work on Aaliyah's music? I don't think they've done um, any songs together where there's like a main role. She might be on some background vocals right. or something, but Aaliyah is on a few songs on her albums, but I don't think that she has yeah. been like a featured so artist. That is why probably that she's not showing up. Aaliyah is not showing up on these lists because these are all Missy charting songs. Right. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with Aaliyah. I'm just saying that Sierra's better than people give her credit for. That's all I'm saying. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that opinion. There, there is nothing wrong with that opinion. But no Aaliyah slander. Hey, there's no slander. <laughs> <laughs> there's no slander. I'm not putting one down to build the other one up. Okay. 
I'm just saying that there's not much difference between the two. All right. That's all. Leave it at that. That's all. And the charts reflects as much. Well, no, because like I was saying, she doesn't have singles where she's either a featured artist of Aaliyah. She doesn't, but or... I, I'm just saying that there are songs that Missy's on that almost made it to number one. <laughs> With Sierra. <laughs> and Sierra's on two of those. All right. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, okay. That's it. Moving along. She won a few Grammys, got a bunch of nominations. Of course, in the R&B or rap categories, because as we discussed in the Outcast episode, rap artists don't win for anything outside of R&B and rap categories. Because (laughs) racism. So I think she may have been nominated for some of the album of the years. I would assume so. But the nominations and the wins were pretty much in the R&B and rap categories. Or like videos and performance. But she was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2019. Yes, and that's big. Yeah, because she was also the first rapper to ever get this honor as yeah, well. Yeah, because that's across all genres. Right. So that's a big one to have on your belt. Definitely. So, I mean, people know her. People yeah, recognize her. As they should. Yeah, and thanks to the Super Bowl performance, there's a new crop <laughs> of people getting to know her as well. I'm not opposed to people learning about her that way, but you know, people need to go back and listen to the older stuff. As Rihanna likes to say, listen to that, some of that old shit. <laughs> Since she won't give us a new album. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Missy got hits with all sorts of people, she all does. types of songs. Mm-hmm. And she's worked with pretty much everybody outside of her own stuff. Let me just give you a small sample of the names that she has done songs with, written, produced for. 702. We got Aaliyah. We got SWV. Mariah Carey. TLC. Mary J. Blige. Destiny Child. Beyonce. Tamia Insync. Monica. Also known as Gunica. Janet she, Jackson. Janet Jackson. All the biggest names in the world. Missy has worked with them. So that's why she's being recognized for her songwriting and being inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Even if she doesn't have the Grammys, who cares? Well, she got four Grammys. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I like know. The album of the year yeah. or record of the year. Right. The, the big awards. She is being recognized for her pen, though. Right. Definitely. Which is, that's where the money is. <laughs> so if she can sit on her ass and do nothing for the rest of her life and she will be good. As we saw in the verses this past weekend with Escape and SWV with Candy singing checks, checks yes. while they were playing no scrubs. The songwriting <laughs> checks are lovely. So <laughs> yeah, in terms of all the stuff that she's done outside of her own, what's your favorite? Outside of her own? Yeah. So anything she's produced or written or even just been a, a feature on? Um, you know what? I think I will have to bring it back to Aaliyah. Okay. Because unfortunately we never got to see what she could be. But that second album after she finally got away from that person, that collaboration, it gave us a glimpse of what Aaliyah could have been. And maybe because we could never know that promise is what makes me feel like that is probably some of her best Okay. I think So Gone is the best piece of work that Missy's ever done. Okay. It just is for me. I don't know why. Kick down your doors, slap your chick. Ride in your house in an an unmarked car. In an unmarked car, like she's some sort of spy or something. Maybe it was Missy that helped give her the the right words to fully embrace this Gunica (laughs) persona that she pretends she doesn't know why we call her Gunica. She knows. (laughs) But I think that's the most perfect song that Missy has ever made. So Gone was a pretty good song for Monica, too, because it was like, if you still remember me as that little 14-year-old girl singing about just one of them days. I'm not that. I'm not that little girl anymore. Riding by your house in an (laughs) unmarked car. unmarked car. Who says that? I know. (laughs) In an unmarked car, as if she's going to be driving by in a car that says Monica's car. Exactly. We talked about this because I was saying it's not like she's a cop. What is she talking <laughs> right. about an unmarked car? And then, I but think, it works though. Yeah. It works for her. But then I picture it as, and I think you said this too, like she's driving at night with the headlights turned off. Yeah. Or she's driving a car that she doesn't usually. Yeah, drive. she she's in a car that's not hers. She's borrowed her homegirl's car, <laughs> and she's just creeping down the street with the lights off, trying to see whose car is parked in your driveway. <laughs> but I think that basically encapsulates everything we said about Missy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she writing these songs about kicking down your door and smacking your chick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we love it. And unmarked cars. In unmarked car. But then it sounds so nice too. Yeah, because she's just on the background vocals. So 
sounding, <laughs> singing like a little angel yep. <laughs> while talking about kicking down somebody's door. While the two of them are getting ready to beat up some girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's my favorite, and I think that's her best work. Okay. That's, that's for me. All the, right. The rest of y'all can choose other ones like Work It and all this other stuff. Get your freak on, but I'm going with <laughs> So Gone. I think the stuff that she does for other people is so, it's so different from what she does for herself. Yeah. Like she brings her missy elements, but I think she really understands how to, how to support people. Yeah. Because nobody else can do what she does. Yeah. Who's going to make the rain other than her? True. <laughs> nobody. You can't. Who's going to make. She can't write a song like that for somebody else. Yeah. You can't <laughs> give gossip folks to somebody else. Right. Like she has to do that. Keep the heaters for herself and then get some other people's stuff catered to them as well. Yeah. In terms of what she's working on now, I have no idea. Yeah. I couldn't find anything other than being really active on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> that's all I can give you. She's active on social media. That's probably the only thing she's working on. Because like I said, she's collecting checks left, right, and center. Mm. So why work? And also reminding everybody about what a legend she is. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Don't forget who I am. Like from the videos to the songs, I'm that girl. Because so. that last Twitter thread that I saw she did was she said something like if she had listened to the naysayers, you would have never gotten these videos. Right. You wouldn't have gotten these masterpieces. So I was like, okay, Missy, go ahead. <laughs> let shit. us know how good you are. <laughs> if you've done it, let the world know about it. It was just nice to also just kind of revisit the stuff as is all the stuff we've been revisiting. And it's very interesting just seeing the entire body of work and being older too and sort of being able to look back and it's kind of like hindsight right yeah like even though we're not learning something new but when we first heard her and all we reduced her to the he <laughs> yeah. how girl <laughs> and now here we are 25 years yeah. later we get to see it at the end of it yeah like she was living in the future <laughs> right <laughs> essentially so we get to see it from a different perspective now the entire body of work okay so i don't really have any suggestions other than to just listen to her albums listen to it from beginning to end yeah. and then listen to all her features and now you can hear her singing background and everything that <laughs> <laughs> maybe you may not have noticed before yeah same just listen to herself and like you mentioned earlier title has the written by missy elliott playlist the produced by missy elliott playlist and then her own playlist mm -hmm. so if you have title you can check that out i'm sure spotify and yeah. apple music have the same thing as well youtube youtube sure so it shouldn't be too hard to find just go ahead and get into it if you haven't before and if you haven't gotten into her until now why <laughs> <laughs> what have you been waiting for that's pretty much all i have okay same here so we can wrap it up here. As usual, thanks for coming back and listening to us ramble for an hour or so. 45 minutes if we get it edited down to that much. <laughs> Rate and subscribe. Oh, no, you can't subscribe anymore. Follow things us. Change. Yes, because Apple Music has changed what they're calling things. Rate and follow us on your social medias and podcast services of choice. Uh, we appreciate five stars. If you don't give us five stars, then I will come to your house and hide fish under your mattress <laughs> Mo well Mo <laughs> okay maybe i won't go that far mostly the ratings help with discoverability yes we want more ears on this podcast so if you would rate us five stars on wherever you listen because we know that you enjoy taking this trip down memory lane yes with us as much as we do yes yeah, so let's be friends here also follow us on social media at troy podcast on the gram and the bird so if you want to get it get down with that you can i was joking last episode about making a, a black planet page i am actually going to go ahead and do it because <laughs> black planet is back apparently they're back <laughs> so you can follow some black planet too <laughs> <laughs> not on myspace yet but if you want to get more missy elliott's in your ear holes just go ahead and start Search the title of this podcast on Spotify and a Missy Elliott playlist that I put together will come up. So if you don't want to search for it, I have done the work for you. They'll put in either Troy podcast or the name of this episode and it will pop up. And that's all I have for this week. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Mm, see y'all in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Come back. Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend. Come back. Hang out with us on the Internet. <laughs> all that good stuff. Until then. Bye. Bye.
yeah, yeah. 